Hey, I'm Kim. And I'm B. And welcome back to Killer Reality True Crime. It's been a minute. It has been a hot minute, but we are back, clearly. We are back until the week of January 15th when I am on vacation. Unacceptable. Sorry. Got shit to do. Um, so what is new in your world? Uh, not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. I'll tell you what's new in mine. Okay. I discovered a drink and I know those of you listening are probably going to laugh at me, but I discovered dirty soda. Yeah, I'm going to have to pass. So I made one tonight Mm -hmm. and it's Coke Zero, the packet of true lime Mm -hmm. with a splash of coconut cream coffee creamer. No. And it sounds disgusting. Indeed it does. But it is delicious. Interesting. I even made the man try it. And he's on board with it? He said, that's interesting. It's good. It's interesting. It's not what I expected. Those were his words. And then he went, hmm. And then there we are. Hmm. How about that? Hmm. How about that? So that's what's new in my world. And apparently, per TikTok, you can go to Sonic And you can order dirty sodas. So if you go to their app, and I downloaded the app because I wanted to see. And then I was thinking about a chili cheese hot dog. It sounded really good. Um, You can get any kind of soda like Dr. Pepper, Coke, Sprite, whatever turns you on. And you can add all sorts of different flavor flavors and cream. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I know. I thought so, too. So I'm on that train probably won't last long but i'm on it that is all that's all that's exciting in my world all right guys so still more than i got yeah true crime are we ready to do this let's do it okay guess where we're going (laughs) Um... i'm gonna give you a hint it is where my youngest child is flying back from as we speak. Okay. Now let's see if I was paying attention. I'm going to go with Maryland. Mm-hmm. Close. She was in Pennsylvania. Okay. God dang it. Yeah. But you got East Coast. This is true. So good job. Thank you. Good I job. appreciate it. I'll take a gold star. Thank you very much. I don't have any. I'm fresh out. But you know what I do have? Hmm. I do have a jar of fucks. That I was given. Somebody gave me, well, I shouldn't say somebody. Somebody gave the man a jar of fucks at work and he have uh, passed them on to me. And of course, I took them into work because that's where they belong. I would do the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole jar of fucks. And I wanted to dump them out today into my desk and pass my jar over and say i am all out of fucks to give i can imagine that would be me especially Mm -hmm. uh in that office Mm -hmm. five minutes in five minutes took five minutes yeah no thank you yeah don't miss it yeah don't miss it all right so here we go you ready ready all right this isn't gonna be super long guys because of course we don't like them super long um we have been told not to do them super long so uh here we go in 1980 robert tot and i don't know how to exactly say it it's t-o-d-t 
Todd. <laughs> Todd. 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 It's one of those. Um, he was a special education teacher. He was employed by the Ben Salem Township School District in Levittown, Pennsylvania. He had led a perfectly normal life, married to his wife, Loretta, and he had two children. On March 19th of 1980, someone entered the Tot residence and shot Loretta. Um, she actually ended up getting shot in her left eye. Jeez. And she survived. Okay. Mm-hmm. She lost her eye, but she survived. So during the investigation, um, obviously this is an attempted murder of Loretta. A young man was arrested on an unrelated charge, and he had a story to tell. His name was John Chairmont, and Chairmont was a former student at Ben Salem High School. He had also had learning disabilities. He abused drugs and alcohol and had a criminal record, and he stated that Robert approached him and hired him to kill Loretta. You're in trouble now, sir. Yep. So Robert offered John If someone offered me $800 to kill somebody, I'd be like, absolutely not. Definitely not. My price point would be much higher. (laughs) $8 million? We can sit down and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. I'll go that far. But $800, I guess in 1980, and you're learning disabled with a drug and alcohol problems, probably pretty good. Probably. Probably. So Robert um, explained to John that Loretta was a babysitter. Um, There was really no explanation given as to why Robert would have wanted the babysitter killed. Um, But that was his initial story to John. Robert gave him a 32 caliber pistol and some bullets. And the plan was that John was to surprise Loretta as she entered her car after work, uh, take her to a back road and shoot her. Robert picked John up three days before the incident, drove him by Loretta's work. Uh, She worked at a hospital and then uh, passed his home. So he knew what to do. John, however, was terrified to carry out that plan. You think? So Robert came up with, yeah, Robert came up with a new plan. John now had the keys to the Tot home. And on March 19th, 1980, John entered the home and carried out what he thought was killing the babysitter. He was drunk, stumbling around, rifling through drawers, and because of the commotion, it woke Loretta up. So as Loretta heard the noise and she began to sit up thinking, what the fuck was that? He fired at her, and that's how she got shot in the left eye. So he took off, not realizing that she was actually still alive. So the motive for the crime was that Robert was engaged to his mistress, Oh, and uh, there's also some reports that not only in addition to his mistress that he was engaged to, he was dating a 17-year-old girl. Oh, okay. Not okay. Mm -hmm. So Colleen Echo, Tot's fiance, came forward and later testified that the pair had made substantial progress in planning their wedding that was to occur on April 19th, 1980, one month after the... My gosh. Mm -hmm. She further testified that Robert was with her the night of the shooting and didn't leave till about 1140 p.m. So, of course, Robert denied trying to have Loretta killed. 
And the only reason he picked John up was to assist him with a job application. And he stated when he arrived home on March 19th, he walked into neighbors uh, trying to help his wife. So he went to trial. He served 10 years in prison and he filed an appeal, which was denied. Loretta recovered, lost her left eye, moved out of Pennsylvania, divorced Robert and remarried. Loretta did take a while to accept that her husband tried to have her killed. She finally did because she just couldn't get past the fact that he was very well-respected in the community. He was a wrestling coach, a teacher, a family man, and he was also very charming. Uh, She finally came around uh, that he was indeed not who she thought he was. She accepted that and she moved on. So if you think that's where the story ends, you would be very wrong. Oh, okay. I like a good twist. uh Uh-huh. Oh, you're going to love this twist. In the house that night was four-year-old Anthony and his younger sister. Anthony witnessed John in his home and shooting his mother. That's sad. Mm -hmm. So Anthony grew up, and when he went to college, he met Megan, a physical therapist and yoga instructor. They later married, and Megan became a stay-at-home mom after having children, and Anthony also became a physical therapist. Okay, so we got two PTs. And they get married and Anthony decides to open a practice, a a physical therapy practice in Connecticut. So 40 years after Robert tried killing Loretta, Anthony's mother, the FBI shows up at uh, Anthony's home at Disney's planned community called Celebration in Florida. I had no idea Disney had planned communities. Yeah, either did I. Yeah. So shortly before this, the police were doing a welfare check on the family at the end of December because nobody really had seen or heard from them. And there was no answer at the door. Neighbors reported mail piling up on the porch, but they would see Anthony aimlessly wandering outside. So they were like, what the fuck? So on January 13th, 2020... The FBI enters the home of Anthony Tott, his wife, Megan, and their three children, 13-year-old Alec, 11-year-old Tyler, 4-year-old Zoe, and Breezy the dog. Okay. Mm -hmm. The warrant was for Anthony, who was being charged with health care fraud, stemming from his physical therapy business in Connecticut. What they actually walked into was horrendous. Anthony had been living in the house with his deceased family, including Breezy. Oh, my God. See, the second you mentioned the dog's name, I knew this was going to go sideways real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The family had been dead a couple of weeks. Their bodies were wrapped in blankets, and the autopsies later revealed large amounts of toxic, toxic amounts of Benadryl in their systems. Anthony was also found to have a large amount of Benadryl in his system. So he was charged with four counts of first-degree murder and one count of animal cruelty. He, of course, pleaded not guilty. So two years after the arrest, he heads to trial. He tells investigators that he and Megan agreed to kill the family together so that they could all could die together because the apocalypse was coming. Oh, geez. Mm Mm-hmm. In an alleged confession after his arrest, Tot detailed the deaths of each one. It all began with Zoe. 
She was asleep in her room, and after spending some time with her, he rolled over and laid on top of her until she suffocated. Unreal. Mm -hmm. He then went to the boys' room, where they were both sleeping, and stabbed Alec. Well, actually, uh, the other boy wasn't in the room, but that's their bedroom. Uh, Alec was sleeping. He stabbed him and then suffocated him. Next, he went to Tyler, who was asleep on the couch in the playroom, and he suffocated and stabbed Tyler as well. And reports are that he was concerned about Tyler getting away because he was pretty quick. He was a quick kid. So he claims that Megan stabbed herself in the stomach, and when she failed to die, he suffocated her. He then took all the bodies and placed them in the master bedroom, along with Breezy, because we're not going to talk about him killing Breezy. And at first, authorities couldn't find Zoe. But as they rifled through and moved Megan's body, they found her uh, at the feet of her mother. She had decomposed so much that they didn't realize her body was actually there. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Mm hmm. Um, but of course, his story changes after he was arrested and he changed to he wasn't home when all this went down. It was all Megan. So he told his sister Chrissy that Megan had killed the family when he wasn't home. And he also claimed Megan had made multiple attempts in the past to kill the children and herself. And he also wrote a letter to his father and stated that Megan drug and suffocated all of them. So the family had actually moved uh, to Florida from Connecticut, where his mother had moved after her attempted murder. Um, apparently, he was deep in debt from his failed practice <clears throat> Sorry, in Connecticut. And he would still travel from uh, Connecticut to Florida and back and forth to try to maintain the, the practice. That's when the fraud started. He was able to fraud about $130,000 of false billing claims. And he would bill for patients he never saw and bill for items he never gave the patients or did to the patients. He also took out a couple of loans and was being sued for failure to repay the loans. So they also had liens placed against their condo, which they owned. Um, they were actually, when the deaths occurred, they were living in a rental home. And the rental home had served an eviction notice the day after Christmas of 2019. Because they were not paying rent. Funny, that's what happens so like, when you don't pay your bills. Right. So like his father, Anthony was known by his neighbors in Connecticut. And uh, the kids were involved in activities. So Anthony was a volunteer soccer coach. He helped with disabled children. And uh, he basically just emulated his father. And so in 2017, uh, Megan contracted Lyme disease while they were at Disney World. And they claim, or at least uh, Anthony claims, she became very depressed and became more and more reserved and isolated when they moved to Florida. So Megan and Anthony were not involved in much of anything in Florida and uh, kind of became reclusive. So Anthony had put in, put on a lot of weight and was actually diagnosed with diabetes. That's why he was afraid Tyler was going to run because he got fat. <laughs> Big boy couldn't keep up. Yep. So despite pleading not guilty on all charges, the jury who took more than six hours to deliberate came back with guilty on all charges. 
Good. He was found guilty on April 14th, 2022. He was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And then they threw on one year for Breezy's death. Should have been more. Should have been more. That's what I said. Should have executed him. Exactly. Honestly. So at sentencing, he still maintained his innocence and he has filed appeals because he is maintaining this was all Megan. And his appeal is still pending. He should sit there and rot. He should rot for sure. So let's talk about the other thing that happened uh, on December 28th. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, of this year? Gypsy Rose. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Not of this year. It's January. Well, okay. You know what I meant. Damn it all to hell. <laughs> Damn it all to hell. Um, yeah. So, guys, Gypsy Rose was actually released and she was picked up by her husband. And his license plate actually said Hitman. Yep. What do you guys think about that? I thought it was interesting. What do you think about I it? I get it's a nod to mm-hmm. wrestling or whatever, but I still think, yeah. granted what she was in jail for and having that license plate, I thought it was a little funny. Yes. Yes. Little bit funny. Uh, what else in true crime news? You know where I'm going. Where am I going? BTK? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Very, very interesting. That... Go ahead. <laughs> Do you want to proceed? No, go for it. It's all you, killer. Okay. Um. Ooh. And a true crime. Hmm. Um. So BTK basically they're coming out with news that they think there are more victims because they have found more trophies. Wouldn't surprise. That's about me. all I got. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what they come up with. Yes. Also, in other news, there have been no new updates or no movement in Stephen Avery's case. And unfortunately, not to be negative Nancy over here, but unfortunately, there probably will never be a favorable update for us. No, it's not going to happen. Um, it's definitely not going to happen. I don't know. I think there's going to have to be some significant changes in the Wisconsin political scene Mm -hmm. um, for anything to happen. But yeah, there's no new news there. Um, There has been stuff coming out about John Bonet. Um, To be honest, I really haven't followed much of that just because I'm not really sure what to think at this point. Okay, well, I haven't seen or followed anything, so maybe I should look into it. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe you should. But that's all I got. A very quick one today so you guys could have your time back. Um, I thought that twist in the story and the parallels to Anthony's father were quite weird. Definitely weird and uh, sad. And then I just figure... Look at what trauma can do to you, witnessing your dad killing your mom or trying to kill your mom, and then you yourself as an adult very clearly go off the rails. That's uh, scary. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty fun. So that's all we got. Um, you can have your day back. I just love, absolutely love. I listened to another podcast called uh, Mr. Ballin. Mm-hmm. And I love Mr. Ballin's episodes because they're so quick and short. Like they, they really are. And then there's some that I listen to that go on for an hour and a half. And I'm like, good God, is there an end point to this? Stop talking already. Right. Like just get to the gist of it. I don't care about all the other shit. So in the words um, of a leader we had once, as he would say all the time, land the plane, land the plane. So I hope you enjoy me landing the plane pretty quick because I ain't got time to go through all the legal mumbo jumbo and all the court documents and all that kind of shit. Maybe if I didn't have a full-time job, I would, but that's, uh, that's what you get. And again, this one, when I, I had actually heard about Anthony taught before the Disneyland murders. Right. Um, but when I was doing the research and I found the article about his dad, I was like, what the fuck? That's nuts. That is nuts. So that's, uh, it's wild to say the least totally wild so all right guys that's all we got remember the week of january 15th there'll be no episode because i am on vacay um so have a good one we'll talk soon we'll talk soon bye bye